0: Good morning. So I'll say again, welcome 2019, yeah. right? Well, if you don't know me, my name's Tina Lenz, and I'm just one of many of the prophetic team that's going to talk to you this morning. So um, before we get started, a lot of what we give you today is going to be dependent on you guys. Did you know that? A lot of what you receive from God is dependent on you, okay? Yeah. So I want you to engage your faith with me, and I just want you to repeat after me, okay? I release my faith. I release my faith. Today, I Today I will hear the word of God. I will receive his word. Receive his word. Lord, open Lord, open my ears. Open my eyes, open my eyes. To, receive. to receive. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, um, gosh... A lot of things that I was going to say this morning, wow, where's Sarah at? Sarah, that was almost like duplicate of what you had. So I'm like, okay, Lord. So I just want to touch just a second on what she was talking about. Um, Early, let's see, a couple weeks before the new year, the Lord was showing me how people were, um, there was this feeling going into 2019 of like failure. And it wasn't even just 2018. It was 17, 16, because we have, we, ha, we you know it's a new year we set resolutions resolu- is that right is that the right word Goal right. goals yeah okay and uh, we set those things and a lot of times we don't we they don't carry them out do we you know we we have a lot of failure and so this time of the year i was feeling people were feeling that and going into two, no 2019 feeling just like you know defeated and so that's not the will of the lord for this year he it is a new season it is a new time and he has new plans for us and we we want to go into this year as victories or victors right okay so um i want to talk to you too i learned this just this last weekend i thought this was really neat and god brought this up in the the song where it talks about we are the vessels he's chosen to make known the judgments of god okay have you ever guys ever wondered you know why are we supposed to make known the judgments of god that's kind of odd right well um we were listening to some Chris Valentin from Bethel, and he was talking about mercy and grace. And if you, you guys, listen, I want you to imagine getting pulled over by a police officer, okay? <laughs> you guys remember this. Um, a lot of times, I don't know about y'all, but I'm like, oh, Jesus, give me grace. Lord, give me grace. Don't give me a ticket, right? Well, um, actually what we need to be praying for is mercy because mercy is receiving or is getting out of something that you deserve judgment for. Okay? Grace is something a little bit different. So I want you to think about this. So the police officer comes up to the car, and this is how you can remember it. And he says, You were speeding, and you said, Yeah, I realize that. I'm sorry. And he says, You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you mercy. I'm not gonna give you a ticket today. But you know what? On top of that, I'm gonna give you a thousand dollars. That's God's grace. You don't what what? You're giving that's like You're getting something you don't even deserve, okay, on top of getting out of something. So I want to talk to you about this judgment thing and what that means. When it says we are to make known the judgments of God, that means we're to make known the mercies of God, okay? So what God was talking to me about this during worship, when you feel this year, and this is how you're going to get breakthrough this year, you guys. When you feel critical or you have a thought come through your mind about someone, or you are feeling bitter towards someone, and, and, and we're like, God, get him, you know? Just do something with him. Because <laughs> we want judgment, right? It's in us to want judgment. But God is, he's the judge, okay? And our jobs is to extend mercy. So this year, it's this is your challenge for you this year, is to extend mercy to people when they do you wrong, is to forgive I even feel like there's relationships that God wants to restore, okay? And, and you've, been, you've been not doing anything about it. You've, there's bitterness in your heart. And God's saying it's time to extend mercy to that person. It's time. You be the bigger person. You be the Jesus. You go to that person and give mercy and grace, okay? And the second thing I want to share with you is a dream that I had a couple weeks ago. Um, and Again, this talks about going into 2019 excuse me in the dream I was on it was a sunny day it was really pretty outside and um just the just blue clouds and I was on the top of this of a blue clouds well white clouds but blue skies thank you those that know me know that's how I talk (laughs) you just have to follow me okay I know what she's saying just keep going (laughs) where's my interpreter Okay, so I was on the dream. I was on top of a um, electrical line or a telephone pole. Okay, it was just a long, skinny pole. Didn't have no wires on it, and I was on top of it, just holding on to it. Okay, and as I was looking around, I mean, I was like really, really high up in the sky, and I wasn't. the The neat thing about it, normally in the natural, I'd be like, "Whoa, this is really high. I don't like heights." Do you guys like being that high up in the gr- in the air? <laughs> I don't. It's not that I'm afraid of him, but I just I prefer to stay down here. But um, in the dream, I'm standing or I'm up there holding on, and all of a sudden I just let go, and I'm falling. But in this dream, I didn't feel afraid. I didn't feel like, oh my God, I'm falling. The thought that came to me was, God, catch me, okay. And as soon as he caught me, it's like he set me down. And then I found myself, again, on the telephone pole. And I was like, this time, though, I went, and I pushed off, okay? And I was like, catch me, Lord. And I was like, and then it turned into this game where I was just like, oh, again, do it again, Lord. Because the falling and the knowing that he was going to catch me was amazing. It was just amazing. It's, it's a supernatural. It's where, where we step out and God's supernatural takes over. And so this year... I want you guys to think about, you know, if God is asking you to open a business, if God is asking you to reconcile with somebody, if God is asking you to believe him for a healing, okay, this is the year you need to you need to let go. You need to trust him. That it's a big thing to trust God in these in these areas, but it's time to walk on water, you guys. We are we are that church. We are a walking on water church. Amen? Okay? So this is the year. So two things: we're going to extend mercy, right, and and give grace, <laughs> and we're going to trust God, and we're just going to let go and not be afraid to step into these new things that He's calling us to. Because there's a lot of things that He's. This is the year of newness. New. I see new um, businesses. I see new relationships. I just see these things, and but we cannot be afraid, right? We're not. We're not meant to be afraid. We're meant to be bold and take. Take the ground, okay? So at this time, where's Christy? It's her turn. Come on up, Christy.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'm Christy Davis. Hello, all you beautiful, wonderful people. Um, Okay, so what I want you guys to do is my word is kind of a word of um, warning. And um, going off of what Tina said, if you would think of your life – when you move to heaven, oh, hey, (laughs) Kaylee, when you move to heaven and you stand before God, he's going to have had an assignment that you guys were supposed to do. Nobody, nobody is um, not a part of that. Everybody has an assignment. And so I want you to think of that assignment as a path that you are walking on. And I want you to think about if, not if, the fact that You have an adversary who's trying to get you. If he can't get you off the path, he's going to try to slow you down or he's going to try to get you to stop. And some of the things that um, happen with that is pain or disappointment or um, things that just make you feel sometimes we can disqualify ourselves too by what we choose. So I want you guys to close your eyes and I want you to see that path. And I want you to think... um, about the different things last year or maybe even the few years prior that caused you to maybe deviate off of that path. And then I want you to think about now, this year, going forward in that path, you know that things like that are gonna come again because you have an adversary who is trying to stop you. His goal is stop them or get them to stay on the path, lay down, and and just camp there, and I want you to see those things that were hindering you, and I want you to picture this time when you because we you know we always have to uh, take the test again, either we take the ki- test again or we say I quit, and we aren't quitting. So I want you to see yourself now with that thing coming at you again, and I want you to see yourself going to the Lord and saying. Lord, what is the right way to think about this? What do you have for me? And and then him speaking to you and telling you, this is how you handle that. This is how you think of that. I will be with you. Okay, you guys can open your eyes. And one of the, um, so so now when you, this year, when you're moving forward and you have those painful things or those disappointments, remember, Go to the Lord and let him encourage you and see that picture in your mind. This is not just, like sometimes we think, oh God, life sucks. It's just horrible. But it's not. It's a path you're on and, and you want to get to the end of that path and you want to hear the Lord say, you did it. You did everything. And give you those high fives. Yes. And and one, one thing I want to emphasize about this is that, I just, I've kind of always known this, but I just realized that this is like a training ground for eternity. So what we're doing on that path will determine our eternity. It can determine the eternity of our kids and what they have. And so when you're tempted to maybe lay down on that path, just realize you're not gonna get that chance when you get to heaven. Now's the time that you have to affect your eternity. Yes, there'll be different things in heaven that you have that you can do, but this is so crucial. This path that you're on is very crucial. And um, one of the things that God has showed me about the path is, um, and I'm reading this book called The Path by Rick Joyner. It's really good. If you guys want to read it, it would be great. Um, But one of the things he said, okay, let me back up just a little. Last year, l- the Lord told me he was teaching me about fear and how you find the fear and you run into the fear. Because usually fear is a marker that there's something there that you really need and want. And so the enemy's trying to make you feel like stay away from this, stay away from it, when it's the very thing you need. So this year, he changed it and, <laughs> and added to, not changed it, added to self-sacrifice. Find the self-sacrifice and run into it. Because self-sacrifice gets you to the, en- the end of the path is your promise. Self-sacrifice gets you to the end of the path quicker. N- laying down to your flesh, not doing, not doing the self-sacrifice, causes you to stay like on a hamster wheel. And you're just running and running and you're not moving. Um, so one of the other things that I feel, the warning that I feel, is that as we move forward, things are going to start, in the spirit, are going to start looking a little different to us, like actually odd or weird. Um, Because things that are heavenly don't look earthly. They're heavenly. And so I just want to encourage you to not, as you start seeing the things that God starts doing, don't disqualify yourself by saying, nope, that's not God just kind of put it on the back burner a little bit and say, Lord, that's a little odd to me, but I'm not, I'm not gonna say that's not you, but I want you to show me, and I'm willing, I'm open, even though that feels weird and even though it looks weird. For example, people laying on the floor, laughing and rolling around, that looks weird. That's weird to me, but it's very much God at times. So I'm just saying, as we move forward just remember that you're probably going to have those feelings like, I don't know, that's a little uncomfortable, and just put it on the back burner and say, God, you show me this. And here's a scripture that I, um, the Lord showed me to share with you guys. It's Jude 1.20, and it says, but you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith, praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and that can be praying in tongues or praying in English, but it's connecting with the Holy Spirit, not praying out of your mind. So you, you engage. You, you sit down, you go, yes, I'm, I'm engaging with you. I'm not, I'm not just going to presume this is what needs to be prayed. I'm going to go to you, Lord. So praying in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy that Tina just talked about of our Lord Christ, Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourself safe in God's love. So when you're feeling those, this is odd, start praying in the Holy Spirit, and you'll keep yourself safe. Okay. So, Jeff, did I say everything you were going to say? <laughs> uh, no. Jeff, Julian.
2: guys I got uh, I've got the gift inside of me of teaching so I got a bunch of stuff here but I probably won't get through all of it uh, <clears throat> but I think uh, the main thing that the Lord's trying to uh, get us to do is to step into our destiny yeah. and in order to do that we have to step into our giftings yeah. right we all have gifts every last one of us yeah. has a gift yeah. all right and so <clears throat> I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the spiritual gifts In uh, 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about that. So I wanted to read uh, a little bit about what it says here. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away by these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore Therefore I make known to you that no one speaks by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus accursed, And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There's a difference of ministry, but the same Lord. And there is diversity of activities in that same God who works all things in all. But uh, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For the one who's given the word of wisdom Through the Spirit to another, a word of knowledge; to another, uh, by the same Spirit; to another, faith by the same Spirit; to another, gift of healing; uh, to another, works of miracles; another, prophecy; another, discerning of spirits; another, different kinds of tongues; and to another, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all things, uh, distributing to each individual as He wills. And I wanted to I wanted to uh, list off a few of these. Uh, uh, these gifts uh, Words of wisdom uh, Supernatural impartation uh, Impartation of wisdom beyond natural wisdom Or person Or event Words of knowledge Supernatural revelation uh, as, as a piece of knowledge Which would be naturally unknown To the recipient uh, Discerning of spirits A God-given ability to uh, Distinguish a spirit motivating a person or event uh, gift of faith: A person has ability bu- ability to believe what God says, His word. What God says in His word, without doubting and believing that God's word is true and will come to pass. Gift of miracles: <clears throat> Being able to call things into existence that do not exist naturally, replacing body organs, so and things like that. Things happening that are impossible by natural means, and uh, there's, this is not a complete list. There's a there's a lot of gifts that God has given us. Uh, they're not to be. It's like the gift of prophecy. Uh, the gift of prophecy is uh, the ability to hear or uh, or to to hear from heaven and bring a word from the Lord uh, to uplift His people and to encourage. Uh, but these aren't to be uh, confused with uh, the fivefold ministry the fivefold ministry is out of Ephesians 4:7. And the fivefold ministry has a gift of apostles, uh, prophets, evangelists, pastors, pastors and teachers. The fivefold ministry is for one purpose and that it is equipping the saints, equipping us, right? In Ephesians 4, it says uh, Ephesians 4:11, I'm going to read 4:11 and 12. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, when he said that it's for the equipping of the saints, it's not for doing the work of the saints. A lot of times, what we think is the pastor gets paid, so he should be doing all the work, right? That's what, that's what that's, I used to have that mindset, and so God has totally changed that with the, with the introduction of the five-fold ministry because they're there to teach us to do the job, right, right? Because they can't be where you work. They can't be where in your house, influencing your wife and children, or your husband that maybe doesn't come to church, right? So we are to be the body. We're to do the work. So, and I also wanted to say uh, that we're called to be a part of a, a of a puzzle. This piece of a puzzle. You know Jeff preached about it last Sunday in his word when he talked about the body parts the foot can't say that I don't need you hand and and so on Do you remember that when he was talking about that uh I think it's important to understand that as you look as you look at this life it's this is a like a puzzle and and we're each a piece of that puzzle and we're each important we each have a part to play in it so we have to remember that so what's the uh what is the purpose of the spiritual gifts? Uh, The purpose of the gift is not for ourselves. It's not to say, hey, look at me. The purpose of the gift is for the body and for the church and the unchurched to influence and to show people the love of Christ. Uh, We're called sons and daughters of God and that we each to lift each other up and encourage each other. When one mourns and cries, and we all mourn. When one laughs and celebrates, we all celebrate. Sarah referred to that when she was talking today. And it's just like, this is God. This is another confirmation. This has struck another chord because God's heart is for this, that we uplift and encourage each other, that we're there for each other. <clears throat> it's not easy walking out this life, and we were never, ever intended to do it alone right. by any means. God has given us these gifts to help the body function. The, gift has, uh, the gifts are given as the Holy Spirit, by the holy spirit and it is important to identify the holy spirit as a person he's not a thing or an it the holy spirit is a third person in the trinity equal to jesus and god and he came to take jesus's place when jesus died Uh, one of the problems with first corinthians uh paul doesn't describe and spend a lot of time on the gifts of the holy spirit he only lists them so uh (coughs) you might know what your gift is Uh, But the Holy Spirit determines how you're going to walk in it, what position that you're going to carry with this. So how many of you know what your gifting is? Raise your hand. How many of you are actually walking in your gifting? Okay. Some of you know. A lot of you don't. And some of you are actually walking in it, which is awesome. Uh, but I think by the time that we're done with this year, the majority of you are going to know what your gift is and you're going to start walking at it because that's what God wants. Uh, basically walking in the, when you start walking in your, in your, uh, your gift and knowing what God has called you to walk in, uh, this is called your calling. And this is something that you have to understand that sometimes it's uncomfortable and sometimes we don't know what we're doing. Or, and, and so w- this is a learning curve. We're having to walk in it. We're having to understand. We have to be mentored. We have to be taught if we don't know. What does this mean? How do I do this? How do I do that? We have to be courageous, and we have to stand up and ask questions and ask for help to be mentored. And uh, uh, al- instead of sitting in the back shadows and not asking for help and just hoping that something will happen to me because it doesn't work that way. We all have gifts, and the Holy Spirit gives to each one as needed, as he sees fit, as it says in 1 Corinthians. In order to walk out the gifts of the Spirit, it's important to hear from God, right? Because we need to know, uh, say we're working or walking in the gift of encouragement, and we walk by somebody, and uh, that person needs encouragement. and God says, hey, I need you to, I need you to encourage that person. And we just walk on by. We don't do anything. Did I really hear God fried Or, nah, he wouldn't have told me to do that. Yeah, well, he probably did. So it's important to hear the voice of God, right? So that's another part of this, the, the journey that I know that the leadership is trying to teach you, how to hear the voice of God. So we have to pay attention when these teachings are happening. It's like, okay, God, how do I hear your voice? We don't have time to go through all that right now. So, uh, But I just want you to keep that on your heart. Uh, and it is normal to hear c- from God because he is a communicating God. He communicates with us all the time. And Jesus said in uh, John 10:27, 27, uh, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. I know them, he says, and they follow me. Are we one of his sheep? Yeah. Absolutely we are. We don't have to do anything special to hear his voice. We, don't have to, we just have to quiet our minds and listen to him because he does speak to us. Uh, Basically, <coughs> I, I had some other teaching here, but I, I really don't have time to go through it. Uh, so what I, what I wanted you to know is this, is that uh, we're all called to be part of this puzzle, and there's no part that's insignificant. Each and every one of you are significant. Even if you think that I can't do this or I can't do that. Well, you can't, but the Holy Spirit and the gifts that he puts inside of you and teaches you how to do, you can. So you are significant. You are important. And I don't know about you, but, but God, God speaks to me about being a part of this marvelous masterpiece that he's put together. It's like a Rembrandt. And, and that's the puzzle I'm talking about. It's that if there's pieces missing, we don't see the whole picture. And each one of you are a part of that picture. And it's very important that you stand up and be counted as a part of that picture because there's people out here that need you, every last one of you, so you are not insignificant. You are so important. So I just wanted to finish up by uh, just doing a a, a quick uh, uh, testimony about what changed me. Uh, Several years ago, I was going to Foursquare Church And I was at a retreat, and Lynn Furrow was there, and he was ministering to us. And uh, one of the things that he he did is he called me out. And when he called me out, he started speaking destiny into my life. He saw things in me that I didn't see in myself. He started mining for the gold. He started pulling the stuff out because I was the type of person that liked to uh, get here last, leave first, didn't want to talk to anybody, right? I'm not a conversationalist. I don't want anybody to bother me, Right. (laughs) (laughs) sorry. No, No, I'm not. No, because God's changed me. So uh, what he said was, he said, you are a Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He says, you're going to be an uplifter of people. You're going to be an encourager. He says, you're going to minister to ministers. You're going to minister to heads of state. You're going to minister to uh, people that like uh, in government. And and I've seen some of this happen. I have. I, I've counseled several pastors before, and it was like, and he said, you're going to say, how is this possible? I'm not qualified to do that, and I'm not, but God qualified me. So I had, to, I had to be willing to submit that and say, okay, God, I submit. I relent. And then after he spoke all these words over me, you know what I said? Yeah, right. <laughs> because that wasn't me. But he was calling something out of me. Well, a week later, I, I'm working out at the gym, and this guy comes up to me, and he, uh, I don't know, he's probably in his late 60s, or early 70s, maybe, and he starts burying his soul to me. And I'm like, why are you telling me this stuff? <laughs> and then I hear the Lord laughing. And he said, I told you you were going to bear other, person, other people's burdens. And so I'm like, okay, that really convicted me. And, the, and, and it made me a true believer that, that God was really real and God knew that, that I needed to be a part or he wanted me to be a part of what he was doing. And so when that happened, it's like my life changed completely, 100%. And so I encourage you to hear the voice of the Lord. I encourage you when you hear words given to you or you've already heard them given to you and you've not acted on them, You need to step into this and say, okay, God, if this is from you, show me. Show me this is what I need to do. Because I know there's a lot of people out here that have extraordinary gifts that God wants to employ, but you're not doing it. So that's all I got. And the famous
3: Alger. Yeah. You're, you're pretty rough to follow there, Jeff. <laughs> no, I just I just really want to encourage you just to take what Jeff has said. Dig out your old words. Dig them because there's gold in those words, and you have to dig them out, go over them, and constantly repeat them. You know, and, and I've laid some of mine down, and I have not picked mine up, and God constantly reminds me over and over again of some of the things he said. You know, and one of the very first prophecies I received from Dennis Kramer was that um, he said about uh, I will not let you go out there without my proper anointing. And what what he said in that, what he meant, he says, just like my prophet Ezekiel spoke to the valley of dry bones, shall, shall you. And I just, you know, I just kind of poof, poofed that off. And then later he said, I've been parting you tonight, words of knowledge, words of knowledge, words of knowledge for others, for others and you know i i it's been laying dormant for years but uh, constantly god is reminding bring those words back up you know and, and so and also just like you know and earlier i said take it take that step of boldness into the faith cross that threshold cross those things into god what god has spoken do not do not just think it's something to be take lax days ago you have to walk in, you have to meet boldness. You have to be bold into the things of God. And just be and even today when you get your word, you know, if you get a word, take it. Pray about it. Just don't say, just like Jeff said, oh yeah, right. No. Get in take that word. Get into the word. Mine it out. You know. And so everybody here today is also going to have an opportunity to sign up for a spiritual gift assessment. So this is going to come around. We have another we have one here for the youth again that didn't take it. If they want to do it, we go ahead and sign up again, you know, sign up for it. And also the adults here, if you want to take a spiritual gifts assessment, sign up for it. We'll get it to you to find out where you're at. Where your gift and calling are because God's mining the gold. He's seeing the gold and he wants it brought out in you. And it's not just not just us, but it's God because he has great things planned for you. And if we step into those things, what He's planned for us, we will. Be, we will just like, and He'll stand before God and it says, He'll say, "Good, my faithful servant, well done." And so this is the thing we God wants to do. And regardless what the world says, we you know we got to get over that, you know. And so I just am I going to hand these out? I'm gonna, we'll start over here with the adults with Chad, and then just pass it around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and if, you know, like you know, too. Is if you do, if you don't know, if you question it, sign up, you know. And it's just some things, you know. Just uh, I, uh, I man, it's cost you nothing. It's free. So what does it hurt? It doesn't hurt. It ain't gonna cost you a dime. It ain't gonna hit your pocketbook. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here, and I'll hand this over to the youth again. If if you know, for those who didn't take it, yeah. so just be encouraged this is a year you know where we we step in we step in to god he's waiting for you you know one of the neat things yesterday um share this um we were praying before we started over the greenwood over there the healing healing rooms and one of the things god said yesterday and you might think this is crazy but we were worshiping, and all of a sudden, I said, I just feel like God said something, doing, did, did, was doing something to all of us yesterday. And he was going up to each one of us and reaching out. Coochie, 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 coo. <laughs> That's joy. And what happens as a little child, when you do that with a baby, you're going, coochie, coochie, coo. What are you doing? You're looking into the face of the Father. And he's smiling back at you. And so he's smiling at every one of you today. He's looking down upon you. It doesn't matter, you know just we're taking out the gold. He's seeing the gold in you, and he wants it to shine, and he's polishing it to outshine the darkness into the world. Sam?
4: Praise the Lord. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. So let's walk into 2019 with the joy of the Lord. Let's engage with the Lord in laughter, in expressions of joy, so that we can walk with power and might. Amen. Well, you know the golden hour is approaching uh, 12 o'clocks pretty soon here. But what I want to do is I want to speak some prophecy that's came forth from this church in 2018. And set a destiny and a focus for 2019. And then we're going to do some personal prophecy as a team. We're going to do some personal ministry. So we're going to be opening that up. You know, if we're going to determine and learn our destinies. And know where we're supposed to be in the Lord. We've got to know our identity. And you know each one of us has an identity in the natural. You see me. This is identity. This is who I am. But there's also an identity in the Spirit. For the Word of God talks about walking in the Spirit. We walk in the flesh. We walk in the natural. But we walk in the Spirit also. And we discern things in the Spirit. We discern things from the other side. So, to walk in our destiny, we've got to know our identity. Both in the natural and in the spiritual. To know our identity, we need to know where our gifts are. What are the gifts of God that have been placed in us? What are we walking in? What are we flowing in right now? Now God changes that over time as we grow, things evolve. But what we're seeking to do is identify the gifts of God within each one of us right now, plug you into the ministries plug you into the teams where you can grow be edified be exhorted be encouraged and walk in your destiny so that's the desire concerning spiritual gifts so in 2019 concerning the spiritual gifts within our church body god spoke to me that these gifts are going to come into fullness in 2019 okay He began to share with me that many people of the last few years have become complacent complacent with their gifts. He told me that he was going to ignite them once again and stir up the gifts of God within this church. The pastors are going to be pastors. The apostles are going to rise up and be apostles. The prophets are going to rise up and prophesy. The teachers are going to teach us the Word of God. The evangelists are going to go out and reach the lost for the Lord. So I was reminded about an occurrence that happened a few weeks ago in our prophetic core team intercession that we have every Sunday morning. And Jeff mentioned that God was telling him that individuals should stop seeking new gifts of the Holy Spirit until they they become adept at the ones they currently have. You know, a lot of times we seek the gifts of God. We think, oh, that gift looks good. I want that. Or, oh, man, I want to flow in that. That, That's so powerful. That's so anointed. But God wants you to walk in your gifts and your talents and your abilities. If you're a singer, sing. If you can play an instrument, Play an instrument. If you can pray, pray. If you can dance, dance. The Spirit want to, wants to move New Covenant into its destiny. We have a destiny as individuals, but we have a destiny as a church. And that destiny, God's already spoken to us, is going to influence the region. Well, to influence the region, we've got to influence the city. To influence the city, we've got to influence our families. To influence our families, we have to influence ourselves. So, God said, you're seeking new gifts, yet you're not using the ones you currently have. Use and develop the gifts that are resident within you, and I will give you new gifts to enhance your life. You know, there will be many people who will catch the flame of fire that has started to grow dim in their souls and spirits. I am reminded once again of something that the Lord said during our prayer times. That he was going to awaken the older people in the church. And they were going to walk and step into their gifts. Step back into their anointings that they had in the past. Venture to say a rebirth. We have been declaring as a prophetic team that the dead, dry bones would arise and the breath of God would enter into those that are dre- dead and lifeless. You know, a lot of times when you get my age and beyond, it's like, you know, our life is over. Everything's said. Everything's done. But the Lord says you've just begun. The latter days are going to be better than the former days. So it doesn't matter your age. God is saying in this day and in this age, identify your gifts. Identify your destiny and walk it out. Amen? When I gave this to Tom, uh, he says, man, you're not going to have enough time for that. He's probably right. I'm probably not going to have enough time for that. But one thing we sense for 2019 is God's going to call up the fivefold. And Jeff mentioned the fivefold, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. What are they for? The equipping of the church. They're there to equip us and bring us into the perfection of our faith. So that's what we're seeking. And I'm trying to uh, scan through this stuff. The Lord says, These signs shall follow them who believe. You know, in Mark it talks about, you know, the signs, wonders, and miracles should follow those who believe. There is power in the Lord. There is power in your identity. There are power in your spiritual gifts. There are power, there is a power for this world in your destiny. You know, a lot of us time, will, a lot of us will reach beyond, beyond this church, beyond this city, even beyond this nation. For there's many that will go out into the world. And preach the gospel. <coughs> A recharging of the gifts of the Holy Spirit will come as they are rekindled within us. Fresh new fires will burn once again. There will be many, many people who are called by the name of the Lord who will walk out the fire moments of their lives. And if you'll remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how many remember that story? They walked through the fire of their life because they wouldn't worship Nebuchadnezzar. But there was a fourth man in the fire. Jesus was in the fire. And they came out the other side. Their clothes weren't singed. Their life wasn't touched by the fire. So when you walk through the fire, when you walk through what God has ordained for you to walk through to grow you as a person and to fulfill your destiny, His plan for your life, know that you come out the other side untouched. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, this is hard, jumping through this stuff. You know, the Lord told us that there's a new worship and praise sound that will grow louder, stronger, and and deeper. Thank God for our worship team. You know, if you look at other churches, they don't have half of what we've got. We've got an evangelistic team. We've got a prophetic team. We've got a prophetic prayer team. We're raising up a prophetic youth team. We have Flip 180. We have the youth ministries. We have the children's ministries. We have the marriage encounters. Look at all the stuff this church has. Look at our size. Why do we have those gifts? God says He's preparing us for the revival. He's preparing us for what's coming. He set these things here so that we can engage others and it's like you know years before we didn't have the net to catch people and hold people now we've got the net, sh- net to catch people and hold people and the spirit of god is defining who we are as a church <coughs> i'm going to jump forward you know some of the people of god have been hiding themselves You've been hiding your gifts. You've been hiding your talents. You've been hiding your abilities from us. You're part of the family. You're part of my family. Do not hide your gifts any longer. Use your talents, your abilities, all that God has has made you and put in you, and build this church up as God says, so that the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. <coughs> a new revival, a lasting revival, is about to take place. Everything old will become new. Everything dead will come alive. Everything lost will be found. Okay. I scanned, I scanned 2018. The, wor- the words that we had. Holy smokes, you should have seen the the binder. It's, You know, I think this is the first year that we actually captured the words of the Lord. We can go back and we can revisit them. We can rekindle that fire and that flame. So hurriedly, <coughs> I'm going to go through a, a few of these. There is a gate of favor over the house new covenant as respect and honor are revealed in our hearts for one another. We will see each other in their rightful place and position with the spiritual gift, talents, and abilities being used by God in all things that we have to do with that. That was given back in January. God is giving new covenant a prophetic influence in the city and region. From this house, I will raise up a new generation of prophets They will not only prophesy in this house, but in the surrounding region. My voice will be heard in this generation with clarity and truth. It will pierce the hardest of hearts. January 2018. The Lord is bringing a new season of healing to the house of new covenant. I have said that this is a place where healing shall come. Healing, new prayers, vision will come back to the house. This is a year of healing. Pray, be bold, Be brave, for tongues of healing will come forward. You will bring this voice of healing out of your belly, and it will birth a new child in this place. This will be a healing balm in the region. Come out, come out, my child, my daughter. No more hiding, no more hiding. Turn the page. (coughs) The Lord is saying that this is going to be this is not going to be a normal year. Let your old things pass away, let your old thoughts pass away, the Lord would say. There's been dormant things in your life. He wants to bring new life to those things. He has been sifting to take things out of your way. So he will bring new life to your dormant places. The more you walk in unity, the more strength will come to you january this year of this year is a year of resurrection of joy in your life joy that you have waited for so long do not give up on what god has prophesied over you do not give up on the dreams god has and is giving you no matter how old and how late in life it looks in the natural don't ever be afraid he is clearing a path path shrek Spoke these words back in January. Let's go after our family trees. I know some of our family trees. It may look like the fruit is dead, but we know the one who resurrects not all. <coughs> excuse me, not only people but the tree. You're lost. You're broken. You're angry. We are calling you back home into the presence of the living God. Come home. We call you out of your sins. We call you out of your brokenness. We call you out of your addictions. We call you out of your uh, alternative lifestyles. We call you out of your anger. We call you from the north, south, east, and west. Come home. Shrek also said there are people here that have given up on their promises. It's like you're too old. In In the name of Jesus, God is about to change your name. If you, look, if you read the book of Revelation, Revelation talks about God has given you a new name. He has given you a name, new name. He, ha- he puts a white robe on you. There's a robe that God has given you. What is that symbolic of? That's symbolic of a mantle. What is a mantle? That is your destiny. What is a destiny? That is your identity. What is your identity? That's the spiritual gifts that are in you. So God is about to change your name because God is about to change your game. Is the way Shrek is. He rhymes a lot of times. God's about to change your name because He's about to change your game. There's change coming to New Covenant. There's change coming to your life. There's change coming to your family. You're going to walk in destiny and power. He says, ditch the Hagar's. If you know the Scriptures... You know, ditch the Hagar's that have ruined your your life, whether it's a drug, whether it's alcohol, whether it's a person or a place, anything that is toxic to you. Don't let your job own you. Don't let someone's opinion own you. A lot of times you're not who God says you are. You're not who people say you are. You are who God says you are. Amen? Dennis Kramer, when he was here in May, the Lord told me to tell you he's got your back. He's in your corner. He's with you. He's for you. He loves you. He likes you. I am standing in a healthy, vibrant, alive New Testament church. And you, know, you are not apologetic for the supernatural. Do not apologize for your DNA. We are who we are. It's our DNA. Don't apologize for your spiritual DNA. Don't make excuses for it. Don't apologize for it. Do not compromise over it. Be who you are. That was in May, and I'm hurrying. Really. I think I got, what, two more pages, but I'm not going to go through it all. <coughs> Lord says for 2019, the Lord is bringing closure to your areas of your life. Forgiveness is reigning. <coughs> this was an interesting vision that came in, in one of the... Prayer times in a vision it was seen the angels in hazmat suits. you seen the you've seen the shows you've seen the hazmat suits? Well, we saw angels in hazmat suit and they were pray, spraying the ground of the region and after the, the angels sprayed the ground of the region, it was like the Lord told us the la- land is fertile. The atmosphere of the ground was changed. There were clouds being seeded and rain started to fall. And God spoke that we needed to claim the ground and be holy as he is holy. In doing this, the ground would be fertile. He said we need to step into the glory cloud of of his presence where we will be seated with revelation and where we would have air superiority over our enemy. We need to be aware of our enemy but not consumed by him. We came out of this time immersed in the majesty of God as we felt the cleansing, refreshing rain fall on us. Another, cons- another thing concerning the worship team was there will be a sound of a rushing mighty wind coming through the worship team in 2019. God says, listen to the sound, listen to the sound of the wind, listen to the wind. That was in September. You know, as a church, we've gone through a battle, especially the last quarter of this year, of 2018. This is what God said. God is forging this church out of the ashes of distraction. His church shall arise a great and vast army, an increase in passion, a shifting of thoughts, new ways of doing things, and new levels of worship and praise. A higher level of prophetic ministry with increased accuracy and in revelation will happen, happen. A new beginning, a new pattern for the future. October. There is coming a shift which will be strong and piercing. All of heaven is rejoicing. There is such an excitement. The sons and daughters of God are arising and taking their places. What does rising mean? In a vision... It was seen a person rising up out of a bed. And we asked the Lord, well, what is this, Lord? What does it mean? And what God told us that this was the bride of Christ waking up. The bride of Christ was awakening, and taking her place. That was in November. The Lord would say to us today, we are not alone. We are not by ourselves. There is gathered around us a multitude of witnesses. He will send us help from the north, south, east, and west. Even now, He is orchestrating people to come to this church, and this church will grow. Why will it grow? It's going to grow after the Spirit of the Lord. It's not by the works. As the Word of God says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. Anyway, In numbers, he is orchestrating people to come to this church and this church will grow not only in numbers, not only physically, financially, but in the spirit of the Lord as well. For these men and women will hunger after God and they shall find their place here and they shall find their position in this church. You are not on your own, says the Lord. I will bring these things about. I will bring you individuals. There will be people. There will be sons and daughters that will come to this place, even ones that have left previously. There will be people that God has gathered, and people will come back that have even left the state. People from different parts of this country will come here. New people and people we have known coming back to the church with a new focus. Why? Because the church is going to shift in the Spirit, not as man-pleasers, but as pleasers of God. And it's going to become appealing to people once again. There is going to be an appealing, and it's not going to be natural. It's going to be by the Spirit of the Lord as He draws all mankind to Him. What does the Word say? The Word says, If you would lift me up, I will draw all men unto me. So as we lift Jesus higher, and as we love one another, as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for it, will you give yourself for the one sitting next to you? In the Spirit of God, I hope so. Okay, there's three declarations that I want to proclaim. And as a br- as I break, you know, 1210, we're going to do some personal ministry if you want it. Okay? So, let's all stand and make some declarations. Now, these are declarations in response to what God has spoken prophetically to us. So, if you will repeat after me. We declare that New Covenant is a house of the Lord that respects and honors one another as each person stands in the position that God has placed them. Amen. Number two. We declare... That New Covenant is entering into a season of healing. A supernatural atmosphere has opened over this church. As a church, we embrace the miraculous mantle of healing. We decree that this church is bold and is courageous in the realm of healing. No more hiding. We call for an exposure of all the gifts of God in our midst. Number three. We declare the shift of God within this church. We we decree that New Covenant is a church of joy. We call out laughter and all expressions of joy in the house. We declare that the bride of Christ is awakening. She is, she is taking her place as we express family to all who would experience God's presence. And finally, let the fathers and mothers rise up in their giftings. Let the sons and daughters dream dreams and see visions, which will inspire them to be leaders in the movement of God in this land. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. Okay, you may be seated. Now, if you've got a roast in the oven and you need to get home, I understand. If your belly's churning up within you and you need to feed it, I understand. But we felt and we sensed as a prophetic core team that we needed to do some prophetic ministry. And this is a new thing for us in this context. All five of us are going to get up here and we're going to start calling out people from the congregation and we're going to minister prophetic to you. So, team, let's do this. I'm trying to find the person that the Lord pinpointed to me. Is Cinder still here? Did she leave? Yeah. Just arise. Just stand. Stand up. What the Lord spoken to me, Cinder, concerning you, is that. I'm gonna call out the songwriter in you that in your life there's a lot of things going on, some bad and some good. And out of this inner out of this turmoil that's in your life, God's gonna bring the anointing of a songwriter, and you're gonna write some songs. And beyond that, you're going to sing some songs. There's gonna, there's also a singing ministry involved in that.
0: Cinder, I, I just see over you, um, <laughs> uh, I see a mantle of teaching over you, and I, I, I know you personally. I know how you can talk, girl. <laughs> can you? Because we, we get together and we're like, we neither one of us can get a, a word out there because we're both talking so much but there's a gift in you of teaching and there's a mantle on you and there's a way i feel like god's like don't worry about how you sound don't worry about how it comes off or to others you just need to give it how he gives it to you and it'll be a blessing to other people it'll 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 pull out the gold in them it'll it'll help them get revelation and wisdom like nobody else can give it to them like you can
2: cinder what i see in you is a quest for truth You want the truth and and you dig for it and that's what god loves about you that that you want his truth and that you know his truth is the truth the only truth and you're digging deeper and deeper and deeper and he's showing you more and more and more he says don't give up child continue to press into what i have for you because there's so much truth and so much revelation that he still wants to share with you
1: and um Okay, you know how you train, how you trained for volleyball, how you trained for softball, how you put your everything into it. Um, the Lord wants you to think of do you know what your path is? Do you know do you kind of have an idea of that? Kind of. He wants you to act like you're going to the Olympics. And treat train for that path like you would if you were going to the Olympics. And I would say you would probably train harder than you even did for volleyball and softball um, if you were going to the Olympics. So that's what God says. Cinder, you're going to the Olympics.
2: (laughs) Uh, Scott, would you stand up, please? Uh, This makes it a little bit more difficult because I've prophesied over him before, but as I as he was sitting there I saw him and all the thing I saw on his face was was a lamb he had the face of a lamb and what God says is, is he wants not only you to be the lamb but he also wants you to be the lion mm-hmm. and so I said so I see this splitting right down the middle of the lion on one side and then the lamb on the other that's what God's pulling into you and out of you because he says it's already there but it's been covered up it's coming out because he wants you to be a warrior also for the kingdom of heaven and he's put things inside of you that he wants you to press forward with as far as doing king it's not about your vocation it's not about what you do for the living that you're doing it's about what you're doing for the kingdom and that's what he wants to pull out of you he wants to pull more and more out of you to step out of the vocation and into his to the calling that he's given you so that you'll understand that you're not about being uh, passive are being maybe stepped on, but you are a fierce lion, and that's what he's called you to be.
3: Um, what I see over you is like a a prophetic intercessor warrior, and that's that warrior side coming out of you, but you know how to get in the presence of God because you also humble yourself in the presence of God. And so he wants you to rise up and be that prophetic intercessor. He wants you to uh, get that armor on. And, there and, I, and I just sense there's times when you're in, in with the presence of God and you're, you see injustice being done, you're roaring on your knees and you're just declaring those things what God is putting in your heart and you drink in the justice of God, bringing out into those things that, that you see that are, are not right. And so you're like I agree with Jeff, you're a lamb and you're a warrior.
0: Um, when Jeff started speaking, I instantly saw music notes just stamped over the top of you. And <coughs> I see you, there's a, there's a song in your heart. There's writing in your heart from the Lord. But what it does it when you sing it and you, um, express it with, other, with others, it touches the heart of God in those people. Like God is able to get to people through, the, through your music and through the things that you're releasing into the atmosphere. So I don't know if you currently write or anything like that, but I see that in, the, in, in your heart. So just ask the Lord about that, and, and I encourage you to, to go into that.
1: Yeah, when Jeff started speaking, um, I saw... The thing, the thing with in some, that something someone something's in intimidating you and the Lord would say stop it stop it stop you are strong and you need to be who I called you to be he would say I need you so stop it
4: Sarah, what I was getting for you is that, yes, you can stand. (laughs) There's a Sarah, Sarah, (laughs) not all three of you. No, (laughs) what I was getting over you is that, you know, God is saying change, 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 change. And I see you doing this jig, you know, like a cowgirl. I'm from the West. (laughs) Don't hold that against me. I'm from Montana. So the cowgirls are riding the bronc horse and they're just slinging their arm like this and just just saying, wahoo, you know. And what I see is just doing a jig like the curly shuffle that <laughs> Eric does. Just saying, wahoo, girl, God's got his hand on you, he's got your his finger on you. There's a new direction coming for you, for your life. There's a new change coming and God's breathing this thing. He's breathed it to you in the secret place. He's breathed it to you in the times that you are intimate with Him and quiet with Him.
0: Sarah, um, I hear the Lord saying, why are you not singing, daughter? (laughs) Um... I just I just see him touching your vocal cords. And I hear him saying, prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. You need to grab this word, too. <laughs> prophesy, prophesy, prophesy. And, and the song of the Lord is going to start coming out of you. But you have to be okay up here with it. Just remember the Lord saying, daughter, why are you not singing? Because it's in you. This is what's stopping you. You need to push past it and let it. Let
2: it flow. Something real quick, here. The, what I saw was you laying your head on a pillow, and you were like, "Ah, oh, you are resting, and that and that's a place that you haven't been at in a while, and God wants you to rest. He wants you to to rest in him and in his peace. And that's what he's trying to do. It's like maybe sometimes we have to say no because we're too busy, and we learn need to learn how to rest in his peace. And that's what he's doing with you right now in this season.
3: Um, Mason. I just see that uh, you're a man of many words. And you don't know how to uh, control them sometimes. But so that what I really feel the Lord is saying is that there's an evangelistic call on your life. Because when you walk into places, there's you can't help but talk. And so, so I just feel that there's an evangelistic call. I think God wants you to culture that gift, and to uh, because there's also a great your heart is uh, is big, it's huge. You feel for people, and you feel their pain, and so God wants you to use that evangelistic call to start even healing people, to bring clarity into their lives and a direction into their lives. So just just start cultivating that evangelistic gift that's within, and don't be afraid to use it.
0: Mason, I instantly saw um, armor bearer over you. And then what the Lord started showing me was <clears throat> there's going to be people that come to you that just start pouring their hearts out to you and that you're, you're to hold them up, to bring them up, to, to bring them higher, to help take on their burden, okay? And I also see, I know that you love music and creativity, but there is a speaking gift on you. There's a motivational gift that's on you. And I just, I just pull that out of you in the name of Jesus, um, just to start yielding to that. Because you have something to say for God, and it needs to be heard on a big level, on a stage. Okay?
1: He's like, ooh. <laughs> um, when Tina was talking, um, the Lord brought your watch to my mind. And God wants you to study time. He wants you to learn how to bend time. And expand it, because time is flexible, and it can be used to your benefit.
4: Okay, okay Sarah. This Sarah. <laughs> what the Lord showed me is that there's there's a healing touch in you, and the healing's coming through tears. and as you shed tears it's like the tears are for the healing i said of the nations but there's many people that know you that have an identity with you that that have an expression with you and those tears are for them and not only when you when you shed your tears not only do they heal you because teal, tears are healing you know, it hurts when you cry, but when you cry, there's like a washing, uh, inner washing and inner healing, and that's what happens to you. But when you cry, there's the people around you as well are being healed. So when you're in that type of ministry where you're crying and when you're in tears for one another, just know that those tears are are going for the healing of the nations, of the people.
0: Sarah, I see. Um, what I want to do is just, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for you here in just a second. The Lord, um, I see this grief and this sorrow and all this from 2018 past. I'm getting ready to pull it out, and then He wants to show you what He wants to do with it. Okay, so if you just get ready to receive in the name of Jesus. We just pull out grief, pull out sorrow, um, disheartedness, failure. We pull it out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We pull it out in Jesus' name. Now yes, look, Sarah, this is not Tina. This is the Lord. It's gone. It's a new season. You're, you are a victor. No more of that. Let it go.
3: What, I, what I'm seeing about you, Sarah, is uh, I've seen the way you worship. But you're, you're, you're a bondage breaker in your wor- when you worship, the way you worship. And there's a boldness coming out that you're going to be able to declare things in worship that's going to break bondages off people. They're going to see a sense of freedom come off them. And because you are, because this boldness, this, this is just a season right now. And I really believe there's a spirit of, you know, a season where you're going to be bold and you're going to be strong and you're going to declare through worship and you're going to be able to be a bondage breaker of people's lives. And I can even see you de- even in your workplace. You're going to go in and you're going to break bondages off people in your workplace even. They c- they're going to come to you and they say, why am I feeling like this? And you're going to be able to speak into their lives. And you say, this is what, this is what I see. And this is we're going to deal with this. We're going to break it off. And, and so that's what I just feel that God is doing, making you strong to, at, at, through this season to strengthen you.
4: It's about 1230. I'd like to continue this on forever, but I know we need to let you go. Let's all stand. (coughs) We're going to give a word over New Covenant now. Okay, so tonight during Sunday evening service, we're going to do this again. So if you feel that God has a word for you, come back. Okay, there's five of us up here, so God's going to give us a word for you. If you want a word, God will give us a word because what does God say in Romans? Romans says... We operate our spiritual gifts through His grace. Through the grace that He's given us. But He goes on to say, use them. He says, do it. Walk it out. In that same portion of Scripture. And we prophesy in accordance to our faith. So we have faith. If you need a word from the Lord, come back tonight. So we're gonna we're gonna the five of us are just gonna bring a word to New Covenant real quickly here, and I'm gonna let you guys go. What I was sensing in my spirit was there was promotion. A number of people in this congregation is gonna get promoted not only in the in the spiritual realm cuz God's going to lift us higher he's going to take us to higher levels and more and greater dimensions in him and in his power but i'm talking in your jobs i'm talking in your places of business there's promotion coming guys there's promotion coming god's going to take care of you he knows exactly what you need have need of he's going to take care of you do you think you're any more important than than the birds or the grass of the fields or the trees? Not to God. You're a lot more, a lot more important than that.
0: Well, I've had this burning in me since worship, and I cannot leave this morning without giving this word. Tom Preble, I <laughs> have a word for you. Um, I just see the Lord and what he's what he's been saying is Tom you you have done what Christy said you have done the hard thing you have pushed into the the self selfless part of you over the last year and it's been hard and it's been rough and you've taken a lot of hits but the Lord says you've taken it and you've done it and I am proud of you son you're stepping into what A humility and a humbleness that that is just it's it's like the mantle of humility coming on you uh, just like it talks about in the Rick Joyner's book And, and and today the Lord wants me to declare over you that the mantle of apostle you are the apostle of this house and he says to declare it today and so I declare it in the name of Jesus that Tom Preble will step into the apostolic apostle call that God has placed on him and that his, his words that come forth, you, you already hold a, a height in the spirit um, with your words. You already carry that. But There's an increase, increase right now in Jesus' name of authority and who you are and what you carry. Increase in Jesus' name. And the Lord wants you to know that he says, well done, son. I am proud of you. Well done.
1: Yeah, I got this before um when we were back in the prophetic room. Um your dreams. <laughs> your dreams. <laughs> you really have buried them. <laughs> because it hurt. And um So right now in the name of Jesus, I command those dreams to live. I command Tom Prebble's dreams to come alive. Dreams, I command you to live in Jesus name. We stir it up. You guys just just the church, let's all pray for Tom's dreams right now. Just together with me, pray in the spirit. We pray over Tom's dreams. We command him to live. We command him to live. We command him to live. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Thank you. Thank you for the self-sacrifice. Thank you for the self-sacrifice, Tom. As the body of Christ, as this church, we all say to you, thank you for sacrificing your dreams for us. And I declare that it is dream time to come to pass for Tom. Now is the the dream time for Tom. Now is the time his dreams happen.
4: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.